This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, Matt Straup welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 20th, the first full week of the offseason is upon us. I think this is the first full week of the offseason. Uh, yeah. Steve Alexander, my co-host, has just confirmed that that's true. For all I know, this could be week seven of the offseason. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to talk just a couple recent news blurbs as we settle into offseason mode. We have some plans for some future offseason podcasts. Today, we're going to hit a couple items of recent news. I am joined to do this by the man whose voice you heard just a hot second ago, Steve Alexander. Steve, what's up? Well, actually, I think this is the start of week two of the offseason. I was wondering that. I believe I the final the f- game was uh, on a Sunday, a week ago mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it's the first full week of, wow, it, it really is the offseason. Because last week we were kind of in the, in the wake of the finals, you know, still kind of coasting along. But, sure, but now we're here. The dog days, the dog days of off season have hit. We were in the jet stream of the we were, we, finals. We were. Steve, what's uh, what's new with you other than our collective baseball team completely uh, destroying our souls on Sunday? Yeah, tough to be a fan of Georgia related sports right now. The uh, Bulldogs were kind of routed by Alabama. The Braves are out of the playoffs. They're done. And the Falcons, who hadn't won a game all year, decided to show up on Sunday. So now they're probably going to start winning just enough games to miss the playoffs and get a crappy draft pick. As I texted a friend, a fellow Falcons friend, friend on Sunday, 7-9, to nine, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> But at least our, we come, at baby. least I hear our soccer team is is good. <laughs> oh, sure. You know, I will say it's pretty demoralizing. The Falcons were not going to I don't think the Falcons can out tank the Jets for example, you know. So so just as we start to think, you know, tank for Trevor, maybe it, it's a pipe dream for the Falcons. That's going to be almost impossible for them to pull off. And I don't know. What are you going to do? I mean, it's still no nice one, to win some games. no one is going to touch the Jets as far as sucking at football this year. And I mean, nobody's going to come close. They are so ridiculously awful. Is Adam Gase going to be coaching Trevor Lawrence next year? Mm. That, that's a question for our football guys. I think I have no yeah. idea. Well, let's bring in Josh Norris right now, Josh. <laughs> uh, of course, check out the Roto World Football Podcast for everything you need to talk NFL. We're going to talk basketball today, Steve, and let's do that right now. The first news item I want to hit is via Eric Pincus of Bleacher Report saying that an unnamed NBA executive says that Victor Oladipo is, quote, looking for a max deal this offseason. I would file this under, what, what adjective would you use 
for this news. We were talking about pipe dreams a minute ago uh, with with the Falcons and Trevor Lawrence. What about Victor Oladipo and a Max Steel? I mean, I'd like to have a Max Steel too. <laughs> He's you're you? looking for one. I'm I've been, I'm looking for one also. Um, I've looked like in the woods behind my house and you know in the trash can, but I, I can't find a Max Steel anywhere. Uh, but I'm I am gonna continue looking for one. It feels like one of the most unrealistic things I could imagine just from an off-season basketball standpoint. I will say, and this is not to knock Oladipo as a player, obviously a great player, but we really haven't seen him hit that elite max caliber level since 2017-18. That's really the one year he did it when he averaged 23.1 points. 5.2 boards, 4.3 dimes, 2.4 steals, 0.8 blocks, 2.1 threes. He was a first-round caliber fantasy superstar. Most of us know the story that has followed. He's played a combined 55 games the last two seasons. He's now 28 and a half years old. What is the future for Oladipo? We're not even getting into the max deal, Steve. What do you think of Oladipo's prospects heading into next year just from a fantasy standpoint? And is this a guy you could imagine yourself drafting? I know you like Oladipo as a player. I do too. What are your thoughts just from a rational standpoint? Yeah, you're right. I do like Oladipo. I really thought that by now he would be at the point of his career where looking for a max deal would be something that might be realistic for him. But like you said, these devastating injuries a long road to recovery, some less than stellar uh, statistics and results once he was back and, and playing and fully healthy. I mean, we've seen some glimmer of hope that he's going to return to form and, and keep excelling in his career, but I, I'm not convinced it's going to happen. Uh, Oladipo is a guy that's probably going to be available you know, in the middle to later middle rounds of your draft and at that you know sixth seventh round pick for Oladipo might really pay off but it's a crapshoot I mean he could be really dominant and great next year uh the Pacers could really load manage him and not make him the focus of the offense and it could go the other way so I don't know I'm not gonna spend a high pick on Oladipo yeah, it's interesting. Before the season shut down, there were kind of hints that maybe Oladipo was figuring it out. He had a season high, not that he had played many games, but he had 27 points on March 10th, the night before the season shut down. Five three-pointers, seven rebounds, four assists, a steal and a block. You know, then he doesn't get to play in a game for five months. He was decent after the season resumed, 16 points per game. But I believe, if I remember, actually, he wasn't that great. 40% from the field in those games. He did make some noise in the playoffs, Steve. He had a four-point dud in their first playoff game, but then he bounced back with three straight 20-plus point games, averaged 22.3 points, 4.3 boards, 3.3 assists, 2.7 steals, 4.03 pointers in the last three games of that first-round sweep against the Heat where the Pacers lost, and he did play 38 minutes per game in those three. It just feels like another guy, though, where only one small thing has to go wrong and all of a sudden his fantasy value is off the real the rails. So, you know, you're mentioning a mid-round pick. I think I could see taking that gamble. I don't love it, but I will understand why someone might do it. I don't think it's going to be me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, it's going to depend on what else is there. But we're also going to have to see uh, what he looks like and what the Pacers look like 
in the preseason and you know see how things are looking I, I think that's gonna play a big part in where he gets taken as well but um you know it's early to be thinking about Oladipo right now the season just ended but it's too soon too soon to be talking about Oladipo it's it's a little soon but I I'm, it's I'm down I, I like Oladipo and he's gonna have time to get fully healthy and, and be ready to go so It'll be interesting to see how he looks in camp and, and what the uh, riders are saying about him. Steve, it's not the news we wanted. It's the news we've got. So we've just got to roll with it. Uh, speaking of which, according to Jovan Buha and Joe Varden of The Athletic, some Clippers teammates had an issue, Steve, with what they perceived to be preferential treatment of Kawhi Leonard this past season. And Steve, it's almost as if People are getting frustrated that Kawhi Leonard plays when he wants to and sits out when he wants to. Weird. Yeah, super strange. Surprised that bothers people. I mean, we've talked quite a bit about Kawhi, and I think he's going to be the centerpiece of an upcoming roster build we're going to do on one of these episodes where we try to construct the all-load management team. First-round pick, Kawhi Leonard. Do you have any additional thoughts about Kawhi as we head into the offseason? Well, his name works when you're talking about Atlanta sports. I like to say, this is Kawhi, we can't have anything nice. <laughs> uh, so there's that. But, you know, I mean, we are pretty hard on Kawhi Leonard around here in these parts. Um, we're not very nice to Kawhi. We, we never really have been. Uh, he is a tremendous player. I love to watch him play when he plays. But like you said, he he chooses and his coaches choose when he's going to play and when he's not going to play. We had the the one season where he, I think he played in four games or whatever. and Nine. So we had a, a lost season, and then now it's just he's locked into a 60-game schedule, which means he's going to miss 22 games every season making him almost impossible to draft where he will get, you know, draft him where you would have to take him. He's a fantasy nightmare, and he is also the face of load management. And if there's anything that I cannot stand when it comes to fantasy sports, it's guys taking days off out of the blue, and that's just what he is. (laughs) So Yeah, 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 I mean, it's... Look, 27.1 points per game, 7.1 rebounds, 4.9 assists. The assists and points there are career highs this past season. 1.8 steals, 0.6 blocks, 2.23s. 2.23s also a career high. Load management works for Kawhi Leonard. He is aging very well at 29 years old because he's had all this time off. He's incredibly productive. It's not changing, and I do think that those numbers can lure you into thinking, wow, at some point in my draft, I'm actually getting a bargain here by taking this guy. I'm smart. I'd be curious to hear if anyone has a success story with Kawhi Leonard this past season where their team was dominating and he was one of their early round picks. I'd be curious because I think in most cases, people who took him early were struggling a bit because of all those missed games. Obviously, we don't know how fantasy seasons ended, but we know where you were in the standings. So that's about all I have to say about it. You know, I'm going to try to scrawl this is like a memento situation, Steve. Uh, if you remember that movie, are you going to tattoo? Are you going to tattoo? Yeah, I'm not drafting Kawhi. No Kawhi your, Leonard on the back yes. of your hand. I think I'm going to tattoo it like on my face and draft in front of a mirror because that would feel very memento, wouldn't it? I feel like there's a lot of mirror gazing. I was a huge fan of that movie, Memento, when it came out. I was pretty into it. I still am a huge fan of that movie. 
it's mind-blowing i mean if you try to watch that movie and figure out exactly what (laughs) what happened and what didn't happen it's amazing it is uh that's that's funny we will tattoo we will tattoo do not draft Kawhi on the back of our hands it's gonna be awesome yeah and we got to do it with uh i think it was like big pens wasn't it is that how he i think that's how he did it i believe so we're gonna have to go back and watch as we roll out of here steve on this a brief but i think very meaningful edition of the show <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you listen take a moment to rate and review us as well we'll be back every tuesday throughout the off season looking at the latest news building our all load management team and much more thanks to all of you for listening steve thanks for taking the time we'll talk to you soon bye justin and so good Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.